What's up guys? Today is going to be a really fun video and maybe a little strange one for some people, but we're going to be talking about UFOs, unidentified flying objects, what some people are referring to as advanced aerospace vehicles, and I think there's there's just all different weird acronyms for these things, but amongst all the other crazy stuff that's going on in our world, uh, war in Israel and just wild stuff. I don't even have to explain it all to you guys. There are things flying around that we don't understand and we don't know why they can maneuver the way they maneuver and every news source is covering it. So I figured I'd hop on the hype train, but we dis demystified a little bit. I don't think it's as crazy as everybody thinks it is. And I, I think we have uh, real biblical answers for what they are. And so I... Uh, have a few videos for you guys, so we're gonna jump into the first video. It's just a news story and maybe a little bit of footage of these things. If you haven't seen a news story before, the second is a video of Mike Winger. He's a pastor, uh, basically breaking down what he thinks uh, these could possibly be, and he has multiple answers. But uh, I've pulled out a specific clip, and then if you guys wait to the end. I'm going to have a little fun and I'm going to break down how this technology could actually work um, no matter what the explanation for these people are. I have another video of a physicist and a paper that was written about how warp drives could actually be possible within physics. The math is there um, in this new paper that was written in 2020 and so we'll break all of that down right here. So first, let's just jump into this new story video and just kind of see how the world is responding um, to this kind of thing. Hey there, Shep. Yeah, first it was that upside down pyramid flying over a Navy destroyer back in 2019. Now we have new video taken from the same month around the same area, but this time it was something flying near one of the Navy's stealth ships when it suddenly plunged into the water and disappeared. Whoa, it's close. On a pitch black night off the coast of California, newly leaked video allegedly shows one of the U.S. Navy's stealth ships tracking an unknown object in the sky. And after a few minutes, splashed. splashed. Mark bearing a range. The 2019 footage obtained by filmmaker Jeremy Corbell, who last month released another video of an upside down pyramid UFO hovering above a Navy destroyer. This is part of a much larger series of events that we're going to be learning about. The Pentagon confirming the video was taken by Navy personnel. The images now being reviewed by a government task force set to brief Congress next month on what they call unidentified aerial phenomenon. This weekend. So that's kind of crazy. It's create a couple of things is everybody basically in the past years, uh, if you brought something like this up, it was like, oh, no, that's a conspiracy. That's crazy. Why, why are you being crazy? Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about real news, real practical things. But now it seems like all of these government entities are coming out and saying, actually, we've had our eye on these things for a while. Um, I think there may be some type of benefit they're going to get out of it whenever they release um, information on it. And I don't know exactly what is going to come out of these Pentagon files that are coming out. Uh, it was in a new bill that they had to release certain amount of information on 
these UFOs or advanced aerospace vehicles. But um, I, and this is why I'm making the video mainly is is we we want to be aware of kind of what the world is talking about and to not really get deceived by the tactics of the enemy, of our opposer, of our enemy. Um, we want to be sly and we want to understand and be prepared so we don't get deceived like the rest of the world. And so we want to know if this is something that we really just need to press into God on and say, hey, I'm just going to focus on the Lord and reaching the lost and and not really focus on this and, and kind of stay away from this. And I and I think that probably will is the best response is, is just not really diving into all of the stories and stuff on this too much, but really seeing what it is. So my take on it is similar to Mike Winger's, which is that actually these things aren't aliens from some other planet. They're, they're actually something that is all over the Bible, which is spiritual beings. But what has happened to us is that in the West, we our view, our Christian worldview, is, is really morphed with Greek philosophy, which makes the physicalness of reality out to be the bad guy. And, and whatever is invisible and and just kind of out there and esoteric, heavenly, some people would put it, that is, that is all good. So physical, bad, heavenly, good, non-physical, good. And that is a Greek view. That's not a biblical view. So God created the earth and the world, and he said, this is good. He thought it was good, and he still thinks it's good. Uh, we just have corrupted it with, with human beings, and, and there is dark spiritual beings that are behind certain areas, certain things, uh, sinful acts, their their manipulation from the unseen realm. Paul actually talks about this. Uh, that He says, we're not at war against flesh and blood enemies, but the dark rulers and, and uh, principalities in the unseen realm. And so uh, that is, I think, the biggest explanation for it is that, and we'll, we'll jump into what what Mike Winger says here, um, but he basically breaks down something similar. He was also addressing if they were aliens, that uh, what would their salvation be? Would that even work, and how, how would that work if they're not human? And I think that's a big reason why I fully think that they're spiritual beings. But our Western worldview would say, no, how, how could they be spiritual beings? How could they be using technology? It, it makes no sense because we angels and demons are, are just, they're, they're just gases. And, and that's just not true. I mean, there's, there's uh, verses on the um, sons of God, which are referring to angels, and well, more in this case, demons, saw that the women of human women were, were uh, desirable. And so they came down and, and created things called the Nephilim, which we don't have, even have to get in that. That's Old Testament stuff that's um, stuff that doesn't really apply to this, and the, and the Bible doesn't put a lot of emphasis on it. And I guess the, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. The, the Bible puts emphasis on spiritual beings, and he, he gives us that context of a worldview, uh, not of little green guys from other planets. So we'll look at what Mike Winger says here. You know, there's UFOs out there, and there's a lot of accounts 
of different people saying that they've they confirm ufos um do you know the christian worldview we have multiple explanations for these ufo sightings i haven't looked into them so i don't know how how valid they are or how well verified they are but i'm again hy hypothesizing let's suppose that there are really credible accounts of ufos i know many people who think there are i don't really have an opinion on the topic but let's suppose that there are the christian worldview has more than one way of explaining these things so the um the the secular worldview tends to say okay they're aliens or it's the government like these are kind of the two options right aliens or the government or maybe it's like secret secret organizations in in the in the world uh, rich people controlling things something like that there's a third option that we have as christians and that is to recognize that angels and demons are highly intelligent powerful beings and there are lots of things going on in the universe beyond the human world right beyond just the realm of human ex experience and so we do have these things going on and we even have places in scripture where occasionally where people are given insight the ability to see or experience visually even some of the stuff that goes on in the in this angelic experience right we're given eyes to see what we normally cannot see and so, you know, Ezekiel talks about this when he talks about his vision of angels and some of the strange descriptions that they are. What I'm saying is this. While as Christians, I don't want to say, um, you know, UFO sightings have to be demons or have to be some sort of, you know, maybe a deception of Satan or something. But I do want to say it could be, right? Like this is a, this is a viable option on the table for me. I, I have all these options available and I can follow the evidence where it leads. And I would even say this. Given the difficulties of space travel, and there are way more difficulties with space travel than most of us have realized. I, I saw a Hugh Ross video where he's talking about some of the hardships of space travel. Like just your metabolism alone is just destroyed. You're trying to travel through space. Bye. You know, it's just. So he then goes into just the the hardships of space travel. How long it would take for some other civilization to travel through space and make it over to earth um and we'll get into that in the next video breaking down how this could even be possible from a scientific perspective but i want to say that i actually he, he says he thinks it's a viable option i actually think it is the option um he said he doesn't have a lot of experience researching this stuff and i actually have a little bit more experience probably to maybe a, a fault of looking into this, these things and, and trying to figure out exactly what is happening. And so um, my biggest suggestion would be that we, 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 we proceed with caution. I was having a conversation with one of our pastors, Michael Wyman, uh, on the way to one of our mission trips in, in, uh, in Austin. And basically, he broke down that the enemy with these kind of spiritual things, with, with enticing things, uh, likes to use two different tactics when it comes to outward spiritual warfare is fear and curiosity. So if he can get you to be fearful and scared, you're relinquishing your authority over these beings that we have as, as uh, image bearers of Christ. And as followers of Jesus, we have authority over them. But the other way that he entices is through curiosity. 
He wants us to be curious about these things so we go and look for them, so we go and look for experiences that are more spiritual and in nature or or uh or are out there in nature like you know the occultic stuff like uh witchcraft like all of these things uh the devil wants us to be curious about these things and see if they work see if these things happen but they actually are a deception they lead us down a place of destruction in a place that is ultimately going to hurt everyone around us and hurt ourselves um i will share a little testimony in another video of my experience with that but that's what i'd say our lesson is from this is like let's take a step back and say hey where does our focus need to be? Does it need to be on these random lights in the sky and trying to figure out what they are or trying to figure out or have an encounter with them? Or should it be on the gospel truth, the uh, promise that Jesus is going to return and that he's empowered us with the Holy Spirit for kingdom purposes to reach the lost and, and share with them the, the ability to have everlasting life? That is our goal that is what we're running after so we want to insert that uh that worldview that that truth that gospel truth into the conversations that we have so if you ever get into a conversation about this just know to bring it away from the curiosity behind what these crazy aircraft are but bring it to a place of of glorifying god and, and bringing truth and being bringing uh, hope, the hope of salvation. Hey, we actually know that there is a being much better than any being that could fly a, a spaceship. It's, it's Jesus. It's God on the throne. It's him returning and restoring all of creation, getting rid of, of deceptive uh, beings, getting rid of uh, the, the rulers and the principalities in the unseen realm and, and establishing his government on earth. And, and, and as an all-just, all-loving, all-merciful leader that, that can lead us to righteousness and, and actually that we will... So if these are spiritual beings, the promise in the scriptures is that when Jesus returns in his glory, we will also be glorified and we will be given the right to, to judge the angels and the demons alongside God. These, these principalities, these rulers that have been set over certain areas to protect and to watch over, these, we will actually be put in power above these beings and we will be given the authority to actually make the call whether that they get to spend eternity um, in the age to come or, or they perish as well. And so depending on how, what they did, so if these are spiritual beings that are messing with humans that aren't, aren't in the will of God, uh, there will be justification for them as well. But I promised you guys at the end of this video, I would break down kind of the science of it because I have explored it. I thought it was just, would just be fun to break down the science of how these aircrafts would work. And uh, I, I just think it would be fun. So we'll watch this physicist. And because I was looking into it, because I'd looked into warp drives before. It sounds hilarious. It sounds pretty nerdy. Of how they could possibly work and I didn't really find anything. But a new paper came out this year of these scientists, these physicists, that basically did all of the math to prove that it is possible to bend space-time with the right amount of energy 
in, in the right conditions, it is actually mathematically possible to bend space-time and to travel um, like these like these aircrafts that we're seeing. So uh, we'll jump into what this lady has to say. We then get to the new paper. The new paper is titled Introducing Physical Warp Drives, and it was written by Alexei Bobrik and Gianni Martire. I have to warn you that this paper has not yet been peer-reviewed, but I've read it and I'm pretty confident it will make it through peer review. In this paper, Bobrik and Martire describe the geometry of a general warp drive spacetime. The warp drive geometry is basically a bubble. It has an inside region, which they call the passenger area. In the passenger area, spacetime is flat, so there are no gravitational forces. Then the warp drive has a wall of some sort of material that surrounds the passenger area. And then it has an outside region. This outside region has the gravitational field of the warp drive itself, but the gravitational field falls off and in the far distance one has normal flat spacetime. This is important so you can embed the solution into our actual universe. What makes this fairly general construction a warp drive is that the passage of time inside of the passenger area can be different from that outside of it. That's what you need if you have normal objects like your warp drive passengers and want to move them faster than the speed of light. You cannot break the speed of light barrier for the passengers themselves relative to space-time. So instead, you keep them moving normally in the bubble, but then you move the bubble itself superluminally. As I explained earlier, the relevant question is then, what does... Okay, um, let me explain to you why this is crazy. And, and I don't think she is like researching these videos and, and these... these uh, what we have established as spiritual beings using this technology um, is there hasn't been I don't think she's getting this for this she's getting this from a scientific paper and basically how the mathematics would look visually and what's crazy about that is that these aircraft they actually don't fly like a normal aircraft you would think like with friction and air travel you want the, it to be aerodynamic so you wouldn't have it like this you would have it as flat as possible like a jet so you could you know cut through the air you know my jeep my, i personally drive a jeep it is one of the most least aerodynamic video vehicles but you're not intending to go fast if you want to go fast you get in a sports car that is way has a has a much better better aerodynamics but what's crazy about this is they showed the bubble, which has on one side, it's like basically uh, longer. And then on the front side, it's flat. So what's crazy about these aircraft that we're seeing in these videos that we've captured is that whenever they're just hovering, they're like this. They're like a regular saucer or whatever. They're like this. But when they fly, they don't fly like that they actually turn and then fly like this. And so why I think 
or how I think these things operate because I don't think they're just fake. Like you could say that they're fake videos, but there's so many sightings of these things. And plus, I think it's more likely that they are real and they're just spiritual beings. Like I think there's plenty of logical and theological backing for that. But how these things operate, based upon my research, is that they somehow bend gravity, bend space-time with gravity manip manipulation. And why you can't see them very well in the videos is that they bend light as well. If you bend gravity, if you bend space-time, light bends around that force that you're creating. And so if you try to capture something with a camera, which takes in light to copy this image of what's actually there, it's distorted. And even when you look at this, when you look at them, it's distorted as well. You can't really see it um, spot on because it's bending the light around it. That's why it's so hard to see, so hard to detect, and why these military jets are seeing it. They're like, what the heck is that? Because they don't really have any context to to an aircraft like that. And so I, that's what I that's what I believe it's actually doing is exactly what this physicist is explaining here is is that there's math behind this, but she's not basing this off of UFO research. She's basing this off of the math on on her fascination with the ability to travel faster than the speed of light, which which if any kind of being could do this, it's an intelligent being created by God that has been placed over certain physical areas of the world to protect us and things like this. So I hope you guys like this video. It was a little just crazy and I probably won't cover UFOs again. I'm going to break down uh, a lot more topics. I'm actually leaving the country um, soon. So this may be the last video before I leave. Um, I can't tell you exactly why, but I'm guessing some of you guys watching know why I'm leaving the country. Uh, but thank you guys for watching. If you like this, give it a thumbs up. And if you're not yet subscribed, hit that subscribe button. We're going to come out with all different types of content. And I'm actually setting up some really cool interviews. So kind of getting back to the basics of, of what I love to do, which is to talk and ask people, uh, interesting people, questions that matter. And so, guys... Thank you for watching, and I can't wait to see you in the next one. Remember, subscribe, get a, a thumbs up, and if you liked it, share it with a friend. That would mean the world. So thank you guys for watching, and I'll see you next time.